Hey there, fellow pop culture nerds, Christian from the Proton Pack podcast here. Tony and I recently made the transition to host our podcast at anchor.fm, and they made switching from our previous podcast host an absolute breeze. Whether you're old pros like us or new to the podcast game, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. In fact, you don't even need the complete tech setup that we use. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free. That includes creation tools allowing you to record and edit your podcast, which you can do right from your phone or computer, and it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And as you gain traction with your show, you can easily make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to another episode of the Proton Pack Podcast. I'm Chris, and with me always is the name that I forgot to come up with before starting the episode. <laughs> oh, we're already ah, off to a good start. Boy. <laughs> All right, guys. As you can see, we're on here. We're going to try the video thing, and uh, we're just kind of winging it. It's a short news week, so we're just going to... Freestyle, as we usually do, only this time you're going to see how all this uh, plays out. So, exactly. Yeah. Episode 18, huh? There we go. Yeah, yeah I should I should have said the Pluto to my Mickey. Oh, Given... boy. <laughs> there we go. Hi, Chris. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it's... That, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's our uh, first ugly mug uh, uh, look. Yep. So you get to see all the uh, nose picking, butt scratching, <laughs> the constant yeah. eye shifting sideways because I'm looking at Chris, who's right here on my screen. News articles here. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> yep. Good thing is I don't have to make eye contact too much because my camera's over here and everything is over here for me. So there we go. Mike. Yeah. So <laughs> you're gonna be doing like we said some of this action. Yep. Little yeah. Axel Rose. Stevie Wonder, you know how it goes. <laughs> I know how it goes. Yeah, handsome son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, as always, follow us on our uh, social media, Proton Pack Podcast on Facebook and at Proton Pack Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Tony will post those up as we go. Um, this week is a little bit of a bite-sized episode. So a couple weeks back, we had the Giant Size, which ran about two hours. We expect this one to be probably a little bit closer to a half hour because there's not a lot of uh, fun pop culture news. No, there's there's really not this week. We did kind of scrape the bottom of the barrel, but nonetheless, we did find some really good stories this week. Uh, there's definitely some big news coming out, and uh, yeah, it gives us a This week, it's quality over quantity, so... Absolutely. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, we'll go ahead and get things started as we do each and every week with a little bit of TV news. And this is the only TV news uh, for this week, but a book series that my son really enjoys. It's called uh, The Last Kids on Earth. It's about a, a group of uh, teenage kids who uh, hang out in a treehouse, play video games, and fight the zombie apocalypse, you know, all at the same time. So uh, apparently there are four books in the series uh, with a fifth one on the way. The author's name is Max Braller, Brailler, Brailler, something along those lines. Who knows? Anyway, Max Braller. <laughs> the book series is getting a animated series now on Netflix, and uh, there are some really big names attached for the voice cast. So uh, one name that comes up quite often is Finn Wolfhard, 
who uh, you know from Stranger Things, will be in the new. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, it's that name, man. It's the porn name. It's the Finn, porn name. Finn Wolfhard. Insert CGI graphics. <laughs> nope, we don't we don't have the budget for that yet. Okay. Nope, nope, not yet. Uh, in any case, his brother, who I guess is also an actor, will be uh, taking on the voice of the uh, lead character named Jack Sullivan, and his name is Nick Wolfhard. So I guess it's not a stage name. <laughs> I just, that would have been funny instead if his name wasn't Nick, if it was Dick Wolfhard. <laughs> Rich, Richard Wolfhard. Richard Wolfhard, yeah. Big Rick! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the uh, producer of, um, oh, the, uh, what are they, the um, the cop shows? Dick Wolf. Oh like, yeah, at the end of uh, of uh, Law and Order SVU. Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum. Dick Wolf. It's like, why didn't you just go with Richard? Yeah, no, because yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, no offense to anyone that listens to the show if your name's Richard, but why would you want to be called Dick? Yeah, <laughs> unless you are a Dick, and then right on, and we can get away with saying that. So. Yeah, because it's a name. It's Richard. We're not saying anything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird side tangent. I used to have a uh, customer that uh, his name was Richard Sprinkle, and he preferred <laughs> to go by the name Dick. Big Dick Sprinkle. <laughs> Can I go back in time and be a wrestler, and that would be my wrestling name? <laughs> From Nevada, Big Dick Sprinkle. <laughs> You'd be part of the uh, tag team with the the unicorns and the. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a big ass donut like uh, like it up here for a beanie cap. Sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> Sugar splash. In oh, any girl. case, we go on a little side tangent, but uh, Last Kids on Earth uh, on Netflix. Some of the other names that will be on there are Bruce Campbell, who you know from uh, the Evil Dark. Dead series. Yeah. Army of Darkness. Uh, Mark Hamill from a little series called Star Horse. Star, <laughs> Star Wars. Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker himself. Uh, Rosario Dawson and Catherine O'Hara. And you know her from Beetlejuice, Best in Show. Her husband, I think, is Christopher Guest, right? Uh huh. And she's the crappy mom from Home Alone that That's always her. forgets Kevin. On big trips, <laughs> hence the cheesy. Oh, that was really bad. <laughs> I wrote so Rosario any... Dawson from Clerks too. That's right. Yeah, Fred, and Fred uh, Smith. I think that's the only mention we have of Road to Reboot this week. Is this little it thing? Is, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's, there's no, there's been no news other than uh, little snippets here. They built a movies in mm. Louisiana somewhere. Movies. <laughs> so in any case, if you uh, either are a fan of the series Last Kids on Earth or have a kid who's a f uh, fan of the series, you'll enjoy watching that together on Netflix when it comes out, which all it says is it'll be released uh, later this year. So uh, I would say probably last quarter. Flicks of the net, man. Take, they got to compete with Disney. You got to, because Disney's about to lay the one, two smack down punch on so that's we'll see. Yeah. I don't know why I, I keep doing this weird. I just want to show <laughs> off my white teeth. I sex out white teeth. It don't work on the YouTube show. That's okay. For some reason, I decided to put the camera on this side of my face, which uh, was affected by the Bell's palsy. And so it's a, still a little frozen. frozen. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little Harvey Dent-esque. Yes. It's all good, man. Still handsome, handsome blue steel. Blue steel. Blue steel. All right. Sorry, so, when I'm looking down, if you're watching the show, it's me being not a techno-tard, but I'm posting on our uh, Facebook page, but I have to look down to do yeah. it because I don't, I don't have Facebook on my web browser, so because I don't know the password. <laughs> Lazy America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I don't have time to go through the 35 million steps to reset the damn thing. So you're yeah, multitasking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So don't think I'm nodding off or looking at my penis. 
<laughs> Looking down at my phone, you pervs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to movies, as we do each and every week, we're going to go over the weekend box office. Um, and staying in number one, still no surprise because there were no real big movies to come out to compete against it, was uh, Captain Marvel with another $69.3 million. Ooh, I love that's my favorite number, $0.3 million. <laughs> Let's see. At this point worldwide, it's made $760.2 million, which, uh, I mean, just huge numbers, and it's only the second week. Go figure. That's insanity, dude. That's uh, it. This is all impressive till next month, and then those numbers are not going to be anything in comparison to uh, Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was a nice little setup for Endgame, and uh, God, it's going to be going to be a huge movie. All right. Uh, in yeah, second I'll, place, I'll get the statistics for next week. Uh, we did the. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Keep rolling. Sorry. That'll Side work. tangent, but but it'll make more sense later. All right. All right. The nice thing is this week's box office report will uh, be a little bit of a change from the last few weeks where it was pretty much more the same. So uh, with that in mind, second place with uh, far less than what uh, Captain Marvel took in was Wonder <laughs> Park. Uh, yep. Insert insert roller coaster it's a movie about roller coaster and animals and a yep. kid with a big imagination yep nickelodeon movie made 16 million um pretty good voices in there matthew roderick jennifer garner mila kunis that's jackie from that 70s show or meg griffin <laughs> in third place was the um sappy teen melodrama five feet apart with 13.1 million which everything that I've seen from this, didn't they already make that movie last year with Shailene Woodley and somebody else? And they both had some nasty disease that if they touched or got too close, they could both die. And Yeah, it was called Three Inches Apart. <laughs> no, that was the know. prequel. Was pretty, yeah, it was the prequel to the sequel of the uh, saga of being apart. Um. It has the kid from Big Daddy in it, and then The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. He's all is, grown up. Is that who that is? That's who that is. Weren't they twins? They were, but it's only the one. I think it's the Cole Sprouse, not or is it Dylan Sprouse? That's one of them. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't follow it, but I just, those were trying to give you fun facts, and I'm not exactly the smartest when it comes to that, so there you go. And I didn't uh, quite follow the uh, the kid's career. <laughs> no, he was great in Big Daddy, and then that's yeah, it. yeah, I didn't he also, watch the Sweet Life, so I'm good. They were also uh, Ross's son Ben in uh, um, Friends. Oh, that's true. They were. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah right. <clears throat> As they were a little older. All right. Uh, Fourth place, we have How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, with another $9.3 million. Still a movie about two dragons that fall in love, hook up, and have babies. Ooh, I didn't think you were going to say babies. I thought you were going to say animated <laughs> dragon sex. No, that's going to be in the unrated Blu-ray Deluxe Blockbuster <laughs> Edition. <laughs> Director's Cut? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Hidden Eggs. <laughs> I'm not that funny. <laughs> All right, uh, and keep in mind that uh, you know we typically record these shows in the mid-afternoon. This is one of those rare um, morning shows where we're still getting our feet underneath us and uh, yeah, a little tired. I'm trying to be yeah, trying to be wacky morning DJs. This is our attempt at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, plummeting down to fifth place was Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral. <laughs> About a dude dressed in drag who pretends to be a grandma. Yep. All right, Tony, you ready to uh, rattle off the uh, final five of the top ten? Yeah, but I'm going to struggle with this one, but sure. Yeah. All right. So sixth place, we have No Manches Frida Dos or two? The sequel to No Manches Frida. No Frida for you! 
Is that the byline for the movie? No freedom yeah. for you. No freedom for you. No machas. <laughs> In seventh place, actually, is a movie that uh, looks interesting, but I'll probably have to wait till it comes out on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, opening in its first week was Captive State, sci-fi um, thriller. Yeah, a movie about aliens starring John Goodman. Let's see. In eighth place, still hanging in there, is the Lego Movie 2, the second part. Still awesome. Everything is awesome. Don't you get uh, that song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ninth place was Alita Battle Angel. The little movie that could, starring yep. the girl with the big eyes. So Alita's been out for, oh boy, what, four weeks now, give or take? Yeah, yeah it's been out for a while. Its worldwide take is still under what Captain Marvel's done in just two weeks. $394 million. It's insane. Which is nothing to scoff at, but at the same time. Yeah, when you're putting it when you're putting it on the uh, scope of things, that's definitely a uh that's a that's a big deal there. Yeah. Let's see. That was ninth place and then rounding out the top 10 was uh the best picture from this year, The Green Book. The book that is still green or The Racist Friday. I still <laughs> haven't seen that movie. I haven't yet either. Actually, no offense. I don't really have any desire to see it. Yeah, the problem is there's so much TV and so much movie, uh, you know, so much movie, so many movies out there's, there. Yeah, there's so much other things. Plus, I need to go on a Marvel uh, marathon before uh, Endgame, so I don't really have time for the Green Book. Yeah. I'll have your people call my people. <laughs> we'll be good, Vigo. Ooh, Vigo! I just, I just had an idea. What's that? With it being March Madness, NCAA basketball, we should put together a MCU bracket. Ooh. And put it out there for fans to vote. Which are the best movies? Not necessarily the characters, but the movies as a whole. All the way down till we get whoever our champion. I, I like that. Let's do that for uh, next week. And plus be good filler. Yeah. Yeah. Like a week like this, we could talk about it and stretch. Like we stretch our box office report, which is this. And we just stretched it. Yeah. So it will let fans vote and uh, yeah, it'll be a fun little thing to do as if I don't have enough on my plate. Right. You just keep adding more, Mr. Rough Rider. Just keep adding I know. more. <laughs> All right, uh, so that does it for the week's box office report. Uh, as we're recording this, let's see, it's Tuesday the 19th. Um, I was a little late on releasing last week, so last week's actually came out yesterday. This one will come out tomorrow, which will probably be Wednesday the 20th, so you'll get two relatively back-to-back. -back. Yeah, and then you got to go a whole week before the next one. But this is the yeah. first video one, as you've noticed, so... Yeah, well, unless you're listening to it on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts, um, but... Then it's just uh, business as norm. Yep, we're going to put it up on YouTube if you want to see our ugly mugs. Um, I would assume that our YouTube channel is going to be called the Proton Pack Podcast or the Proton Pack. Uh, I don't know if it's been taken yet, so we will update that on our Facebook and Instagram pages so you guys will know. Yes. So we will pass that along. I'm really excited about this next thing we're going to talk about, though. I am, too. This, this is fresh. As of uh, 42 minutes ago, this just broke. So breaking news. We don't have a chime for breaking news because we never do anything when it's just breaking. Actually, we usually text each other and we're like, hey. If, before we get to that bit of news, I think I might have excluded this next story. From sending to you. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, actually, what we're going to talk about is something that leads into the next article is uh, Toy Story 4. So the new Toy Story 4 trailer or the official trailer came out. So to this point, we've only seen teasers come through. And uh, now we finally get a sense of what the story is actually about. And uh, 
basically Bonnie, who had inherited all the toys, uh, ends up making a new toy at school named Forky, who is a spork with uh, pipe cleaner and googly eyes and uh, actually is going to be voiced by Richard Kind, which is nice that in a Disney movie or a Pixar movie, he's finally getting a starring role as opposed to uh, just sort of a secondary which uh, he's one of those voices that shows up in every single Pixar movie. Oh, nice. Now he actually gets his own. I like the trailer. That was a nice morning surprise, that and the poster. Well, not only that, but, I mean, if you saw Toy Story 3, I'm not somebody who cries at movies a lot, but that movie had all the feels. And uh, this one certainly looks like it's going to be along those lines. Um it looks like it's going to have a couple uh, scary moments, too, uh, with some freaky ventriloquist dolls. Oh, and... dude, those things are creepy. And the trailer's up on our uh, Proton Pack page, if you want to take it, the Facebook page, of course. Yeah. I'm bad. I don't really post a whole lot to our Instagram. I kind of I slack at that. That's all right. I <laughs> supplement it with some stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we'll we get, I'll get better. I get better at that. I, I definitely am bad about posting on that one <laughs> and, and my own Instagram anymore. I've been really bad about posting anything on that. That's all right. You know, we each have our favorites. You know, I prefer Instagram to Facebook uh, on a personal side, whereas uh, I know you prefer Facebook to Instagram and obviously Snapchat, but we don't have a Proton Pack podcast uh, Snapchat. Yeah, there's no need. No for real point. Oh, Exactly. Uh, this, this supplements it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in any case, uh, the new Toy Story 4 trailer is up on our Facebook page. You can feel free to check that out, but uh, it looks good. And let's see, comes out June 21st, so just a couple months, uh, smack dab in the middle of summer. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's going to be super good. I mean, most movies are better told in three parts, you know, trilogies are kind of the thing, but uh, I, I think this is probably going to be either one that spins the series off in a new direction, but I that, I got a feeling that's the end of the arc for the originals. I think so. At least, it, I, at least I feel like that's the end. Yeah, and it was kind of a surprise that they were even making a fourth one. Yeah, and I'm yeah. looking at the poster here, it looks like Evil Knievel is going to be in it. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to be the bad guy, whoever that character is. Yeah. Just from the little snippet I saw, um, you know, in the trailer. Let's see. Um, oh, just on a weird sort of side note, uh, took the girlfriend to see Captain Marvel uh, again yesterday, and they had the trailer for Frozen 2, which oh, I hadn't I seen that, up yeah. until now. And that looks really good. Yeah, that, that's a straight teaser, too. That's. You know, her trying to get through that ocean. Yeah, I saw that when I saw Captain Marvel for the third time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw it on Sunday, and they had that trailer in it, too. It's like, oh, I wasn't in when you and I saw it. It wasn't in there. Yep. All right, so now getting to the story that uh, Tony was teasing a little bit and uh, going back to our intro, looks like the deal is finalized for Disney to take over the Fox properties. Uh, it's set to officially close tomorrow, the 20th. Um, if you're on the East Coast, that would be at 12.02. But uh, as of this morning, there was a press release that went out that says 21st Century Fox announced that it has today completed the distribution of all issued and outstanding shares of Fox Corporation comic common stock to 21CF stockholders um, on a pro rata basis. 21CF and Fox are now each a standalone publicly traded company. Fox Class A common stock and Fox Class B common stock are now listed on the NASDAQ global select market. Uh, so basically what that's saying is that the Fox properties that Disney are taking over have been separated from the uh, Fox Corp, uh, basically Fox News. Um, so that way Disney can take over the film and TV units and let Fox News uh, be its own standalone um, entity. Excellent. I mean, this is just such great news because what this opens the door for everyone who doesn't follow it, who are not nerdy, is now 
that means uh, they've got the rights. The MCU now has the official rights to Deadpool, X-Men, Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, any of those characters, Silver Surfer. That's all going to be a part of the Marvel Universe, finally. Uh, Not to mention things like The Simpsons, Family Guy. um, Aliens, Predator. Aliens, yeah. Die Die Hard. Hard. Yep. So... Should be interesting to see what happens, but uh, yeah, Disney just got that much freaking bigger. So we will see. Uh, Did you scroll down in the uh, article that I sent you to see Ryan Reynolds tweet? Yeah, right there. First day of pool. Instead of school. Deadpool's in the bus. Yeah. And he's and it's the Disney school bus and he's wearing the ears. So super happy to have. you know, Ryan Reynolds still doing Deadpool and uh, this merger could be good. So fingers crossed. We'll see. I mean, it sucks for everyone that's involved that loses their job. That's terrible. Definitely not happy for that. But uh, it happens in the corporation world sometimes, you know, mergers, buyouts and things. It does not always end well for everybody. But yeah. as a fan, we are winners. I think <laughs> we shall see. Right. It feels well, like we are. And the good news is that uh, Bob Iger has already said that he doesn't plan on changing anything about Deadpool as far as the creative team, it being rated R. So in the third Deadpool movie, we don't have to worry about it being watered down. No, that's a a sigh of relief right there. That's good. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, Speaking of Disney and their owned properties, uh, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is uh, obviously probably the biggest one for us and uh in the last couple days let's see four days ago we saw the final trailer for avengers endgame um just sort of some tertiary thoughts on it um i was a little disappointed that half of the trailer is essentially just sort of a recap of you know everything leading up to it you know it's that black and white with you know the the shades of red and uh, they did show a, a little bit of new footage uh, towards the end of the trailer, but I would have liked to have seen a lot more. Yeah, they definitely, uh, I see what you mean. I, I was, so I watched it same day you watched it. We discussed it. Um, and then I did the uh, the Sunday show, uh, the uh, Pop Culture Kaboom, and we discussed it. And uh, Jimmy brought up a good point and and it's one of those if they would have just put that trailer out and no other trailer then that's good because it still leaves you wanting more like it left you wanting more you're like wait i want to see more why didn't it show more because it was just a recap is all it really was and they took the 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 super bowl trailer spot sprinkled it in they took everything that built up to this point sprinkled that in and then they gave you like one little new shot here with hawkeye and then, then they sprinkled a little more here. And then that ending reveal, which the trailer is on our page too, or you can yeah. YouTube it and you've probably already seen it. Cause that was the statistics I was going to come up with to tell you, it was astound, astounding how many times that uh, trailer has been viewed. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'll look at it here in a second. But uh, the end, you know, where it just has today's version of uh, Carol Danvers standing there all hot like <laughs> and then thor you know he called you know he brings his axe hammer and it comes zipping by her she didn't even flinch she cracks a little little shitty and grin smile and he's like i like her so <laughs> i mean it does it leaves you want more and it just sprinkles a little bit in it it doesn't give away it showed the white suits that were leaked a while back it confirms those don't know what they do that's up for speculation is that is that the gear that's going to get them in the quantum realm? Do they travel through the quantum realm to do the traveling to to get a hold of the stones? Like, how are they going to go back and fix the snap? I mean, how do you go back and do it? It's 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 going to be a great story. Oh, I can't I can't wait. <laughs> I hey, I'm, back. Super, I'm, I'm, I'm like super geeked out. That's why I go back and do this marathon. I think you suggestion, you know, the, the March Madness brackets. It's like, damn, you know, and. And, and I don't know if there is a right or wrong way to watch him. There's always the fan suggested ways. So mm-hmm. I like know, the like chronological kind of one, order way. Just the way they were released. No, no, no. Uh, time wise. So now you've oh, got, uh, 
Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, and then now it'll be Captain Marvel 2, then Guardians of the Galaxy, and then moving your way up through there. Yeah, that's... Uh... I was sharing that. So after I saw it for a third time with uh, the Shipleys and Dodsons, they asked me, they're like, so what's the best way? And I found a way that I in particular would watch it that somebody shared on Facebook. And I showed it. They're like, what didn't they're like, so Captain Marvel was first, right? And you know, eh, technically it was second. If you go yep. in the, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger, that's the first one in the forties. And, you know, and then you got to watch kind of the, the Tesseract timeline. And there's a lot. If you're yeah. A Marvel, you really gotta, you gotta know, man. These guys, these cats have really tightened it up. Like, yeah, they've they've covered their butts. And sure, there's a couple of little screwy plot holes here. Hulk thing, you have to understand if you haven't followed when Edward Norton did this, um, he was the Hulk, but he was kind of, from what we hear, a pain in the ass to work with. So he was replaced. <laughs> you know, with Mark Ruffalo. And and same with Rhodey. Rhodey was uh, Terrence Howard in the first Iron Man. You yeah. know, Don still replaced him. So things like that happen. Um, so there might be a little screws, but you just got to let it go and just use your imagination and embrace it for what it is. It's fan-freaking-tastic. I'm not going to drop an F-bomb, but it's it's just Oh, it's good. I'm super geeked out and excited, man. Pumped. <laughs> super pumped for this. I'm not even drunk and I'm pumped. Yeah. And even going back to uh, the um, Edward Norton Incredible Hulk. Now, the reason the Incredible Hulk doesn't have his own standalone movie in, quote unquote, the MCU. And uh, I don't know why my camera just went out. Well, I was wondering, <laughs> while well, you froze. Yeah. So you a little recycle, recyclable Chris here. Yep, it's trying to figure things out. At some point, it'll come back, hopefully. Yeah, there's your first pick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In any case, so um, the Incredible Hulk character is actually owned by Universal. And so that's where you got that terrible Eric Bana version. You got, uh, oh, uh, what's uh, Nick Nolte playing his dad? Oh, there we go. Back. He's back. <laughs> yeah. So in any case, uh, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton wasn't initially part of the MCU timeline. And, uh, you know, they folded it in. It, you know, wasn't, uh, you know, they did that little tease at the end that had uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury. And so it, it's sort of on the cusp, but still worth a, a watch to to bring it all back into the fold. Yeah, it was definitely, I thought it was good for what it was. Liv Tyler was great. Um, there was some good stuff in there. I haven't seen it in so long. So from what I remember, it was good. The Eric Bannon one was not. Um, oh, that was garbage. Yeah, it was terrible. The Ang Lee one. Yep. Yeah. You could skip that. And then if you're wondering too, why the original Spider-Mans and the Amazing Spider-Mans are also not canon, you can't, they're not included in this universe. Just the Tom Holland one is so you don't need to go back and see all that stuff you don't need to go see the x-men or anything like none of that ties into this so all yep. marvel stuff is not in this universe but uh while you were while you were discussing that um take a guess how many times this trailer was viewed in 24 hours i'm gonna say two million two million that's a good guess real good guess astounding fact it is the most watched trailer in 24 hours, 268 million times. I was only off by a little bit, right? <laughs> just by, just yeah. by a smidge. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. That's the most uh, watched trailer. Um, it just passed. So 268 million times in 24 hours, whatever it takes to get Man. your money. And the thing is, that's, and like, that's like we said, that's. 56 million more views than the number of people in the entire United States of America as of a 2017 census. That's it's crazy. Mind boggling, bro. And like I said, for a trailer that shows very little new footage. That's this is why it's our trailer of the week. A, yeah. it's Avengers. Two, it's the most watched freaking trailer of all time. Like, I don't even think Star Wars Episode Nine is going to touch that. No. And that's Probably. unfortunate because. They put a stank on it from the last one. Just a little stench. <laughs> well, JJ's back, cliff. so. This left a cliffhanger, so then everyone's like, what happened? 
happens? <laughs> you don't even have to be a Marvel fan, and you're like, why is Spider-Man dead? <laughs> really dead. Somewhere yeah. else. So. so, and that actually sort of uh, puts us into the next story, where uh, the Russo brothers, who are the directors of the Avengers, most recent Avengers movies, they've talked about, uh, you know, preserving the surprise of the narrative. So, essentially talking about why they haven't revealed much and why they have manipulated some of what you see in the trailers. Uh, probably the most prominent example of that was during Avengers Infinity War when they're all running out of the uh, Wakanda forest and the Hulk is back there running with them. And then you watch the movie and he wasn't even there. And so they're trying to throw you off the scent a little bit uh, with the Stu Super Bowl trailer. We mentioned that uh, looked like one character had been digitally removed. Um, who, again, I think is probably Captain Marvel. But, uh, you know, they were talking about with this new trailer at the end where they're all wearing those, uh, you know, space suits, quantum suits, whatever they might be, um, that Tony Stark is now with them. And as we know, he was last left uh, basically marooned in space. And so, um, you know, is that just, again, to throw you off the scent, or did he finally make his way back to Earth? Yeah, well, and what's great, too, is we've discussed this before. We might have discussed it last week, too, but the, everything you see in the trailer, even, I'm assuming, the sprinkled parts, everything happens in the first 20 minutes. So they're not spoiling anything outside the 20-minute realm of a three-hour movie. I think it's a runtime of three hours. Yeah. Well, not only that, but, I mean, these trailers are two I'm minutes on average. I'm not either. So, I mean, out of all of the new food footage they've showed us, they've probably shown us, what, maybe a minute, minute and a half of actual new footage from a three-hour movie? Yeah. Well, I don't know a soul that, that's not excited to see this, you know? Like I said, you don't even have to be a comic book nerd or a geek like you and I. It's just, nope. oh my gosh. Like, I don't know what's going to happen for the next phase. Like, this just ends it all, so it's sad. And then they got to kind of rebuild a whole new universe, a whole new story. But when I start thinking about the acquisitions they're getting, yeah, I mean, they got the rights to Galactus now. <laughs> well, and actually that sort of brings us to our next story, which um, is another, uh, again, this week is all about quality over quantity. So, um, Tony, you might as well give us the uh, theme song. As the nerd world turns, it's another James Gunn story. James Gunn, the friend of the show. Nerd world turns. Now you get to see how I got to sound so great. <laughs> Those vocal cords, it's a matter of knowing that I'm looking like a dumbass. High production value. People. Yeah, exactly. High production. All right. Uh, so This was super great news. This, and it was sort of a shock, you know. So we've been following ever since the uh, James Gunn firing, uh, I don't know, probably what, 10 episodes ago? Yeah, he's the fr he's an official friend of the show. We talked about him more than Chris Jericho. Taylor Swift fell off there really early. Yeah, yeah he's the Kevin consistent Smith. friend. Yeah, well, he's back on good, good graces. We made up. Oh, good, good. In yeah, any yeah. case, <laughs> Disney has come out and said that they have rehired James Gunn to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So uh, give a little backstory for those of you who don't closely follow our podcast or that news. Uh, a while back, James Gunn was fired from Disney and Marvel uh, for some tweets that he put out like 11, 12 years ago that were racy, that... Uh, um, a lot of people said promoted pedophilia, but, uh, you know, he he came out uh, even before working for Marvel and acknowledged that they were out there, that he regretted it, that he's grown as a person. Uh, he was trying to be racy and provocative and uh, ultimately that he is a different person from when he originally released that. And then uh, at some point, Disney um, probably felt pressured to go ahead and let James Gunn go. And so they fired him. There was a bunch of backlash, uh, not only from the cast, but from fans. Uh, Dave Bautista even threatened uh, walking out on the franchise. After that point, uh, James Gunn was picked up by uh, Warner Brothers in DC to write and direct the Suicide Squad sequel, which we'll talk about here in just a minute. 
And then it came out uh, just a few days ago that Marvel has re-embraced James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And uh, his response to that was, I am tremendously grateful to every person out there who has supported me over the past few months. I'm always learning and will continue to work at being the best human being I can be. I deeply appreciate Disney's decision, and I am excited to continue making films that investigate the ties of love that bind us all. I've been and continue to be incredibly humbled by your love and support. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Love to you all. And so, uh, you know, we're going to get a truly authentic Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with all of the humor we've come to expect, all of the great music that uh, he's brought in. Yeah, it's this is such great news. It was so unexpected. It was just so random. It's like that's why we are the the new you know the nerd world turns because the constant is he in is he out is he in is he out and then when they said he's out and then you know all the cast members were like oh, okay and then the movie just went on the uh, the back burner because yeah. they couldn't find a true director so I'm happy that it's unfolded the way it has and uh, now you're gonna get hopefully uh, what's good is uh, when we talk about it here in just a sec which will segue in. But uh, the next uh, Suicide Squad is actually going to be probably pretty dang good. Yep, I think so, too. Now, one of the things that uh, I think I mentioned early on is that uh, I kind of expected them to rehire James Gunn at some point after this whole thing blew over and people sort of forgot, you know, and and it looks like that sort of was confirmed when uh, he met with uh, Disney Studios president Alan Horn uh, months ago, and it looks like they actually made the decision early on and probably sat on it waiting for the right time to go ahead and release the news that he's been rehired. So I think they've known for a while, but uh, at this point we know for sure that uh, James Gunn is back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, that's it's excellent. Uh, great, great pickup for... Uh marvel and disney to not let him get away and uh the guardians of the galaxy will have a true sequel which is great or a threequel and uh i I got nothing i got nothing but good things to say yeah trilogy there's there's the word i'm looking for sorry (laughs) it's sometimes even though i'm multitasking it's hard to post and you know listen pay attention and do all that so hence the looking down kind of (laughs) yeah so so yeah. I guess we should talk about the next one. As the nerd world turns, it's another James Gunn story on our <laughs> compact podcast. So now that James Gunn is both in the uh, pocket of DC and Marvel, um, and for some reason my camera just keeps cutting out here a little bit. Very weird. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, you look like a Muppet there for a second. Your, your face was all like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it'll make air. <laughs> In any case, so uh, James Gunn, uh, as we know, took over the writing directing roles for what we thought was going to be Suicide Squad 2, but is coming out now from uh, the DC Extended Universe producer Peter Safran that his movie will actually be a total reboot. So uh, it's not going to play off of the awful David Ayers version. We're not <laughs> going to see a Jared Leto awful Joker. <laughs> and we now know why, uh, um, uh, not Deathstroke, but uh, Deadshot will be played by a different actor than Will Smith. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be Idris Elba. Yeah. Well, and it's called the Suicide Squad. Wow, the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide M U. Another, another <laughs> daddy, daddy throwback. Daddy yeah, nice. uh, not on purpose. Uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, this is um, with his vision and everything, and it's going to be a standalone. It's not going to try to fit in with the DCU, which I think is dead. I think they yeah. just <laughs> screw it. Decided to. To kill that off, which is good. It, they <laughs> were they were chasing Marvel and and it wasn't working out. You know that just made me side tangent think. Um, remember when like the Mummy with Tom Cruise came out and then they were gonna bring Johnny Depp in as like Dracula or whatever the hell they were gonna do. Yeah, yeah. That's been dead in the water too. Yeah. Because the 
the mummy flop. So they're like, eh, well, it's almost mind. everybody who thought that they were going to have some, you know, big universe of characters. Uh, they've almost all gone back on it except for Sony. Well, and, they will. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so uh, run out. they're, they're, they only have a couple of heavy hitters. So, yeah. Yeah, and then they were working on one for Transformers as well, which um, I don't know if you saw the news this morning, but uh, somebody out of the Bumblebee camp said that Bumblebee 2 is going to be closer to the Michael Bayverse than it was the G1 stuff, which is bad idea. Yeah, how about we told Bumblebee's story? We're good. It was right. a great, great prequel, standalone flick, awesome for what it was. Does not need to tie into the universe by no means. It. Well, not only that, they were talking about doing a movie solely on Cybertron, which if you saw the Bumblebee movie, all of those clips that threw back to the G1 characters on Cybertron were badass. I mean, the little kid in me just blew up. And so they were talking about doing a movie based on that. See, that would be good. And then I also read that there was going to be a Last Night sequel. Oh, God, I hope not. No, no more. The other thing that I saw was that uh, they started talking about doing a, a Beast Wars movie, which was another part of the Transformers franchise that I really liked. But they were saying that uh, at this point, even with as far as, um, uh, you know, the CG graphics have come, that it would still be too expensive for them to do. So I'd love to see it, but we'll see. Right. I, I Fingers crossed for a Cybertron movie. That is a must. Like, because when you look back at the, even the video games, what was it, the War for Cybertron and, and Fall of Cy- Fall of Cybertron? Yep. They those were fantastic games. They had nothing to do with the crap ass movies. It was yeah. solid old school Transformers, great games. Um, definitely go something in the vein of that. I and of course you know you keep you're gonna help me out on this because I don't know off the top of my head, but the voice of Optimus Prime, keep him as the voice. I mean that's perfect because that yeah. is the voice of Optimus Prime, but. Um, other than that, you don't need humans in the movie. You really don't. No. And, you no. Don't, and I don't need no more Bayham. <laughs> well, That's that was sort it. of my problem with the uh, Michael Bay movies was they relied too much on their human characters. And there wasn't enough story about the actual Transformers. Right. So in any case, uh, I don't know how we got off on the weird side tangent of uh, Transformers, but... Real quick, bringing it back to James Gunn, the Suicide Squad standalone movie, and uh, basically Peter Safran is saying that with it being a James Gunn script and a James Gunn directed movie, uh, he thinks it says a lot and promises that uh, we know what it will deliver. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome, too, you know? I got nothing else to say. It's James Gunn as the nerd world turns finally excited for something in the DC world. But uh, since we're in DC. Yeah. Might as well talk about the next one. Yeah. So uh, everybody knows that uh, Matt Reeves, the uh, director of the most. The Batman. So a A new standalone Batman movie. Uh, We don't know who's going to be playing the character. Uh, From what they've said so far is that it goes back to uh, sort of a Batman year one. Uh, You know, he's still young and still fresh. And that it's going to be more of a detective movie than a, you know, all out action. And so uh, a little bit of, at this point, I would say rumor as opposed to news is that uh, they're looking to set the movie in 1990s, which uh, Captain Marvel uh, just was as well, uh, that they're looking for a known actor to play the Bruce Wayne uh, Batman role, and that they're looking to cast younger versions of Jim Gordon Alfred. So sort of going back to that whole year one idea. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, could we could we just do like Michael Keaton and just go back to the 90s when when it was? <laughs> I know well, you really can't like campy. We need a no. little a little prince <laughs> and the float <laughs> the Tim Burton style Batman's were ninety and they were great. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I've said it a number of times on the podcast that uh, Kevin Smith's idea for a Batman Beyond movie with uh, Michael Keaton as the elderly Bruce Wayne would be just an amazing thing to see. 
Yeah, I agree. That would be sweet. Um, I know they won't do it, but it no. seems like if you're going to do that, it'd be super cool if they just, since Gotham's ending, take the characters from Gotham and just start making that a movie. You know, yeah. I, I guess you, you'd have to kind of retell some more stories, but I mean, the actor would be, he's already at that age they're looking for. He's been Bruce Wayne for the last five years. Right. He could start bulking up and. Yeah. But I do like uh, one of the Hollywood suggestions was Army Hammer. Mm hmm. Yeah. And he actually, I think he'd be pretty good in the cowl. I think so too. His, his poor career took a crap after uh, the Lone Ranger. Lone which, Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, actually wasn't that bad of a movie. It was pretty good. No, I, I think they were. I just... enjoyed it. Yeah, they were trying to capitalize on the whole Pirates of the Caribbean thing. And, you know, I don't think there was enough of a fandom for Westerns. And, you know, anybody in the age range they were targeting had no idea who the Lone Ranger was. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like uh, so Army Hammer, of course, would be a good fit. Uh, Nicholas Holt from X-Men fame as the Beast. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Aiden Turner. I don't know, I don't know him. So, uh, Richard Madden, he's from Games of Thrones. Games, Games of Thrones. Games of Thrones. <laughs> Games of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Pictionary. Garrett Hedlund, he was a Tron Legacy star. Uh -huh. Don't know. I, in the link, though, of the Batman on our uh, Facebook page, you could scroll through this stuff. It's from IGN. Uh, Jack Houston, Wyatt Russell, who's uh actually kurt russell's son okay. he was an overlord i don't see him as a bruce wayne i could see him as a villain in a movie but definitely yeah. not the guy um and i Charlie don't think jack no 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 i don't they're think any of these guys are their, their list actually suck army hammer's the only one and right. uh robert pattinson was the other guy oh god no. no 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 I'm edward no. <laughs> Imagine the cow. Sorry. That helps. Uh, the other thing that's coming out is a rumored logo or working logo for it, which uh, sort of goes back to the uh, fat bat symbol, which, uh, you know, we saw in the Ben Affleck ones, which who knows if this is even real, but uh yeah, if it is, it's just another take on the whole Batman logo that uh, has changed shape so many times. It's it's hard to even keep track at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's underwhelming. <laughs> You'll see it right on the on the Facebook page, like <laughs> where it says like who should play the Batman, and mm. you'll see that ugly ass logo just right <laughs> in your face. So the other thing I don't really care, and I hope it's just ah, there you go, there you go, ugly. Okay, you're watching. You can see that. <laughs> um, the other thing that I don't care about, and I hope it's just rumor, is the idea that they're going to do it set in the uh, 90s, is that the whole thing about Batman is that its time period was sort of nondescript. You know, there was nothing sort of pinning it to a specific decade. And even uh, Gotham, the television show, does a great job of sort of blending multiple decades to let you know that, you know, they use old school rotary phones, but then they've got, uh, you know, flip cell phones and, uh, you know, the cars are from different eras and tube televisions versus flat screens. And, you know, I like the idea that it's a little bit of its own world set in its, you know, a, a nondescript decade. Right. And that's that because you never know what 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 decade it takes place on Gotham. It is weird because you're like, well, those cars could be like 40s or 50s. And then all of a sudden then it's like, wait, could it be seven? And then they're driving cars that look like they're from the 70s and 80s. And then right. they've got the 90s flip phones and and. You know, then you're just like, huh, it's definitely not modern day stuff. So, no, which is no. good. Yeah. <laughs> all so. right. Uh, so that is all of the quality content of our yeah, show. We're really, yeah, like we've stretched this. We've turned this episode into a little lengthier and everything's all posted on our Facebook page now so that I shouldn't be looking down as much. I mean, most of this episode, it's going to be you off to the side. And then occasional blanking and me here. 
But yeah. if you're still listening to us, uh, we're really just down to the uh, we haven't talked video games in a long time because they're video games don't come out as often or at least they're not on our radar as much to talk about. Right. Um, it's usually the really big games that we get excited about. You know, one that we will start talking about here as we get more information is Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, yeah. Which looks... I've been following this dude on YouTube. He's a he's super super nerdy but he's way into fighting games and he seems to have the insight on fighting games before everybody else is uh maximilian dude he's this long-haired hippie dude with like glasses and he's always super jazzed up about fighting games <laughs> well anyways he got to play one of the right he must have gotten approval to do it because he posts stuff on his youtube page but uh uh he's been showing videos of all the characters of mortal kombat that have been released so far he got to play the advanced beta that's not out to the public yet and you got to show some of that and it looks sick yeah. it looks so good so and watching his excitement because he's a big you know marvel versus capcom guy plays a lot of fighting games and and like we're doing with our show today you know he's always he's got himself watching he actually he's got the the piffed right in front of the mic like you and he's looking off the side because he's playing video games while he's playing so um but nonetheless uh mortal kombat 11 that comes out in just about a month, and that's going to be huge. And then other outside of that... Um... Well, real quick on Mortal Kombat 11, you know, one of my favorite things that they did with 10 is bring in characters from the outside, characters that weren't Mortal Kombat but are pop culture characters. So you got Freddy Krueger, you got Leatherface, Jason, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it's always fun to see some of those characters come in to yeah, what's essentially... Predator. Yeah, come into what's essentially an R-rated franchise. So you'd never see the Ninja Turtles, you know, breaking bones and chopping off heads. And honestly, I don't even know what their fatalities were. Um, but it'll be it cool was, to see. Uh, it was all four of the shells. They didn't kill because they ended up in on Injustice. So they got to fight the DC characters. That's what it was. That's yeah, right, yeah, so they couldn't actually do the, the head chopping and killing like the horror movies could. Like they yeah. were in there. But the turtles finisher was all four turtles took their shell and your care, you know, your opponent would be dead center in the middle and the four shells would, you know, squish the person. And then didn't they do that in secret of the ooze? Yeah. And then at the end, they said cowbunga. They all high fived and ate free (laughs) pizza over the fall. Like Freddy Krueger or Jason. I mean, they were straight. I don't know what that is. Maybe that was a machete to the camera or something. I don't know. (laughs) But, uh, you know, they were straight slashing it up. And they used the crappy Freddy, though. They used the reboot Freddy. Yeah. Which did an article on a a side tangent there. Uh, There was an article I read this morning trying to find stories for our show. Mm -hmm. Uh, They they come out now and they said, oh, the reason why the Nightmare on Elm Street remake was a piece of crap was... The studio didn't let us do what we wanted to do, and apparently it was a much darker script. And they were trying to, they were trying not to call it a sequel, which the the New Line Cinema lumped it in as, and it is a sequel. They were trying to make a straight up standalone. This is our version of it. it has nothing to do with, like they weren't going to have a Nancy. They weren't going to do any of the throwbacks. Yeah. It was just going to be a completely new take on the whole thing. They got crapped on and. They 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 used a lot of the gags from the original movies and stuff that they didn't want to use. So, well, the good news is we're in sort of a golden age of horror reboots, and so we saw that with uh, you know Halloween from last year. We've got Pet Cemetery coming out, the It movies. Um, so fingers crossed. We've talked about it before. It'd be awesome to see a truly authentic reboot of uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yeah, so we'll see. But uh, Mortal Kombat 11, it's going to be interesting to see who the future downloadable uh, content that's going to have that. But as of right now, it's all Mortal Kombat characters. We'll drop news when we know more about it. Um, And then other than that, I was looking over this game release list this week and uh, pretty underwhelming. Yeah, not a whole lot of excitement. I'm going to I'm going to skip the first one on the list just because I do want to come back and talk about that one. But uh, excuse me, by the way. That was like a deep bass burp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so March 19th, there's a uh, game called Fate Extella Link, which I have no idea what that game is or about. comes out on PS4, Vita, 
Is Vita the PlayStation handheld? Yeah. I didn't yeah, even know they were still making that. Contact. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, uh, PC and Switch. Um, just from the screenshot, looks like sort of an anime-inspired uh, brawl. Um, there was the what was that uh, Zelda one, the Hyrule Warriors? Where Warriors, yeah, which is based off all those samurai warrior games, where it was just a nonstop onslaught of just freaking chaos of just hack and slash, just hordes and hordes is pretty much what it is. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this game looks like it probably is. And apparently it's a sequel to a game called Fate Extella the, Umbra- the Umbral Star. I almost said Umbrella Star. Umbrella Star. Tied in with uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next game coming out March 19th on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch is America Ninja Warrior Challenge. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a terrible, terrible version of uh the hit tv show american ninja warrior but you know you never know even though the graphics look crappy maybe uh yeah maybe it looks like it's okay uh, it looks like one of those old crappy throwbacks to like when we were kids like they just randomly had these games and you're like oh maybe it's like for them like when we were young when we thought american gladiators was a good video game yeah like, no sight, it's a piece of crap no it's probably like that like today's younger generation might be like those games sweet and it'll probably be a bargain bin game so uh-huh. you know good luck with that yeah. oh i always wanted to do the uh, american gladiators obstacle course like oh, in person yeah. that would have been so much fun take on oh. nitro jazz sweat big sweatster or whatever <laughs> the hell their names were they always had like weird late names i'm ice right and i'm on steroids well even in dodgeball they sort of made fun of it you know they're like laser laser (laughs) oh that was a good movie Uh, good good times eh? good movie too yeah all right uh the next uh not movie video game uh actually looks like a fun throwback to the old final fantasy uh days game coming out on ps4 and switch is chocobo's mystery dungeon everybody um Hey, everybody, it's Chocobo time. <laughs> sort of that turn-based style uh, RPG game. Uh, even the RPGs nowadays don't have that same sort of fun factor that the old ones did. I remember playing hours of Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, uh, including the you know the Final Fantasy games as well. Those are some titles they should definitely bring back. It'd be sweet. Because, yeah. I mean, they're re-releasing every single Final Fantasy game on uh, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. So nice. uh, today's generation can do that. Like Final Fantasy VII, you can actually take on the go. And I remember that being super groundbreaking on the PS1. So It was, yeah. That was a fun game. Uh, definitely. March 22nd, we've got Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I have no idea what that means, but... uh, I'm killing my shadow once, and I just killed it twice. You're done. You're um, basic. It's the same (laughs) studio that uh, put out Dark Souls and Bloodborne, so you know the graphics are going to be badass. But uh, sort of looking through, you play sort of a shinobi character. Doesn't get much information. You know, probably a third person. Yeah. This would be a game you could release like if your console was just launching and there's not a lot of titles out and you're just like, here's this game. Yeah. You yeah. know, where you're like stuck. Remember the Dreamcast when you had that and you bought like these games for it and they were real shitty. Yeah. But that was all that was <laughs> out. Nights. You're like, yo, it's cool. Oh, man. Sega Nights wasn't bad. It was okay. Cancer Dragoon. What was the one? Was it? There was one game. Well, one game that comes to mind when we were younger. You Paul bought Rappa, the, the Rappa. Dude, Parappa was sweet, dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it holds up today, but it was pretty sweet for the time. I mean, who didn't want to rap for the an onion ninja to have to poop? <laughs> um, but it was the Superman for the Nintendo 64. I remember yeah. you bought, you're like, you spent 60 of your hard-earned dollars on this pile of crap. Oh, God. Like, I... But I remember you tried to tell me, you're like, yeah, it's not bad. It's not, but I could see it in your face, like you're cringing, like, I don't want to admit it's bad because I spent 60 plus dollars on this piece of shit. Right. It had its okay (laughs) moments. The gameplay was clunky. And then the most 
oh, it was an open world concept game, but you would get stuck in like the fringes. So, you know, the open world games have essentially walls that you can't pass. Right. Even though they're not physical walls, it's like you would hit the edge of the, um, you know, the skyline and stop. Well, in that game, you would get stuck out there and you couldn't get back in. And so you'd have to reset the game and start from your last save point. And it was just a pain in the ass. Yeah, it was. uh, It's just one of those things. But for gaming wise, there's just this is what you get. You get a lot of indie games now, a lot of. uh, uh, There's just not a lot of good games out this week. Uh, Yeah. Now, the one that I wanted, though. Yeah, the one I wanted to come back to is a game that's uh, actually was released yesterday as of this recording uh, on the Switch only, and it's definitely a throwback. It is the Nintendo 64 classic Turok Dinosaur Hunter, and I remember wasting hours on this game. Uh, Partly in part was um, I had gotten foot surgery when this game originally came out, and so I was laid up in bed, and uh, I played this game for hours first person shooter it's uh you know dinosaurs ripped a hole back in time and you know you started out with a bow and arrow and then you know worked your way up to like plasma pulse rifles and atomic fusion cannons and uh it was just a fun game it really was um the second one wasn't as good and future incarnations of it were not great but the original one on the nintendo 64 it took what was fun about goldeneye 007 made it fun and implied it with except you hunted dinosaurs which you know who didn't like that back in the day so it is cool that nintendo switch uh has got it on there uh switch is just a fantastic system especially for you know you and i you know nostalgic gamers Um, you can take it on the go and they do it really well um seems to find a little niche um so awesome pickup and the switch gets a big one next week i don't know if it's it's big for them i don't know if it's a game i would pick up or Mm. maybe you would but yoshi's crafted world comes out next week and is that like yarn yoshi yarn or whatever yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a yarn game so the graphics are great i played the demo of it it's very cutesy and Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 like mario and in that sense it's a platformer but uh, it just stars Yoshi, so it's yeah. in the vein of not like Yoshi's, probably like Yoshi's story on the Nintendo 64, another reference, but it's just about them. There's no Mario in it, but uh, definitely gives, what's good about the Yoshi games is they do give an outlet for a lot of the characters they used in Super Mario 2, which they don't use for anything. Yeah. So they kind of have their own home in that game. The Shy Guys. The Shy Guys. Yeah. So, um, the demo was fun. It's definitely really cutesy. So, not a game I'm gonna go out and rush and get right away. But uh, that's that's about it. You know, give me that Mortal Kombat in a month. I'm stoked about that, though. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, we did a good job stretching uh, a few stories into a full sized episode, so uh, it wasn't quite bite sized. But uh, in any case, uh, as we mentioned before, you can follow uh, all of these stories on our Facebook page, the Proton Pack Podcast, on Instagram, at Proton Pack Podcast. And uh, we love hearing feedback from you guys. So if you have anything, uh, again, this is our very first uh, YouTube uh, video episode. So check us out over there. And we are on uh, Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, Any final notes you want to take us out on, Tone? The hunt is on, so explore new regions. That's what the pop-up ad says on my computer. (laughs) Yeah!